Edmonton Oilers hosting the Los Angeles Kings. We are about an hour away from dropping the puck. We're live in Studio 99. Jack Michaels and Bob Stoffer will have the call. Rob Brown will check in a little bit later on. My name is Reed Wilkins, and I'm pleased to be joined by former Edmonton Oilers, Sean Brown. Sean, great to see you again, man. Yeah, good to have me back. Good, good to be back, sorry. So, of course, Stoffer had a full encyclopedia of all your fights, or at least the ones he really remembered. Uh, I quickly checked the uh, excellent website, hockeyfights.com, and we were actually were both surprised to learn <laughs> you had 77 NHL fights. Yeah, that's kind of surprising. Um, you know, it's hard to believe that, uh, you know, I was able to actually even play in this league, you know, watching watching today's game, watching it with my son. You know, these guys are pretty talented, so it was pretty, pretty special and pretty lucky to be sitting here. Well, and Bob said you got to ask him about a couple fights in specific, you know, in particular. So Chris Simon was one of the toughest guys of, of the day when you played, uh, but you you took him on and you did pretty well in that one. Yeah, it was it worked out well. Um, you know, there's a little bit of a story for that too. I know um, everyone knows George Larocque was our was our tough guy, uh, and he he got hurt. Uh, so going into that game, it was funny. We we're getting dressed and kind of getting all warmed up and I look over and I see Steve Steos and um, Ethan Morrow sitting there with a cup and a few straws in it and so I walk up to him and I'm like you know what are you doing and they're like oh you're just the guy we want you in this game so we're picking straws to see who was going to have to fight Chris Simon that night because LaRock was out and unfortunately for me I picked the last straw and uh, but I don't think it really made a difference I was battling with uh, Chris in front of the net there and we had a couple words and he asked me to fight and um, you know we kind of went at it and the other thing that happened which was lucky for me too is that he, he had bad shoulders and uh, he wind up separating his shoulder so in the fight I'm giving him a couple noogies and and next thing you know he grabs onto me he's like brownie brownie my shoulder popped out and I was like thank god <laughs> call, call it early yeah I, I have a feeling that you were gonna lose that straw selection no matter what. I uh, think it might have been rigged by the time you came I over. think so. I think they had it set up there. I don't know how long they were sitting there, but I think it was rigged. So, um, you know, those are, were two, uh, two guys that like to battle and compete. And, um, you know, like I said, it all kind of worked out. But, yeah, looking at it, not only was, was Chris Simon a, a tough guy, but he also looked the part, too. He had right. the long yeah. hair. Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, you know, so it worked out. Okay, so you mentioned he, was, he communicated to you mid-bout. He was like, okay, I think, I got, I think I'm in trouble here. And, you know, Rob Brown, who I talked to all the time, who did not fight as much in the NHL, he got up to 14. And as I always said, he won the other 13, but it's only the down down goes Brown one that he lost <laughs> yeah. that people talk about. Uh, and he always says, you know, these guys fight each other and then they tap each other on the head after or they say nice job afterwards. But how much would there sometimes be in, like, in fight communication, whether it was trash talk or saying like, okay, I... I something's wrong like how much of that actually does go on yeah it it does happen um you know it's just it's kind of your job um and there's a lot of respect that goes along with it and that situation with simon um you know everyone knows what it's like to be in that situation and it's not easy and um along comes that respect and so when something like that happens you you got to show the guy respect because at the end of the day um, you know, there's lots of tough guys out there and there's always, you know, different times throughout the season where, you know, maybe you're sore, your hand's sore, or you're just not quite into it. And if you have that respect throughout the league, then, you know, you might get um, the benefit of the doubt sometimes. But it is kind of funny to think that, you know, here's two guys ready to wallop each other in the face. And next thing you know, you're talking and hanging out and have a conversation in the penalty box. But 
um, you know, I think everyone just kind of accepts their role and what they have to do, and there's a lot of respect that kind of goes along with it. How often was something arranged during pregame warm-up where you might have said, okay, you did this last game, so I got to do this, or I just don't like you because we've been slashing each other for the last five years? Yeah. How much of that happened? Uh, it, it happens quite, you know, quite often. The funny guy for me was Brad May. You know, we used to, because we were always the late game on CBC, so we'd be skating around in warm-up, and he'd be skating around being like, hey, Brownie, can we go today? Can we go early in the first period? My brother's going to be watching the game, and he's not going to, he's got to work tomorrow, or he's got something going on, and he's not going to watch past the, the second period. And and so I'd be like, okay, okay, that's fine. And But he'd keep on bugging me. Every time we crossed the red line, he would keep asking me. And I was always like, how many times do I have to say yes? You know, so... He was kind of funny as far as, you know, being able to communicate and talk about it and, you know. You know, I've never heard that before. I, I've heard, you know, players wanting to fire up their team or prove themselves when they're younger or trying to maybe get some retribution for something happened. I've never heard a guy planning his fights around his brother's work schedule. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's a new one to the list. Yeah. Reasons yeah. to fight in the NHL. He was the only guy that did that. I mean, obviously <laughs> when you're battling in a game and you're playing and you're playing with emotion, it's actually a lot easier and better to fight. Um, than just, you know, sitting on the bench and having the hop out there cold. So, um, you know, but the game's changed, obviously. I think probably for the better, there's a lot more skill. You know, I, it's funny. I have a son that plays hockey, and, you know, he's, you know, 13 years old, and we're always wrestling and, and different things like that. And I'm always telling him, and I'm like, you do not want that role. I do not wish that role on you. <laughs> Sean Brown joining us on the Faceoff Show. Rob Brown has uh, slid in as well. Good to see you, up. Good to be here. We, uh, we're just going over each one of Sean's 77 NHL fights. No, we're not doing all 77, but we... we They're we, not worth going over. we, we got to ask you about... So, <laughs> he had a better record than I had. In, no, you were... Thir- I, I said you were 13-1. and one. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, Don't the, worry about the it. The one where he got 15 lucky punches in on me. <laughs> that's and, that's and I was knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> so what about, what about Daniel Lacroix? That was uh, another memorable one. Yeah, I was... Well, I was a pretty quiet... Like, I didn't really like to talk. I just, you know, tried to play and play honest and... I don't know what I was thinking, you know, early in my career, but I decided for whatever reason when we were playing against Philadelphia, um, they had they had a really tough team. They had uh, Cordic, they had Myers, they had Lacroix, and obviously the main event was going to be Cordic and, and Larocque, and we got into a little bit of a scrum, and he grabbed me, and I didn't really know who he was, and, and for some reason I, he grabbed me, and I was like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and he just kind of looked at me and was like, who am I? And so the refs linesman came in and kind of split us up. And we, uh, we kind of kept our eye on each other. And we found another opportunity uh, when they got away from us to, to go at it. And he hit me with, I didn't realize he was a lefty. And he hit me with a, lef- a bunch of lefts. <laughs> I, I know that feeling. Yeah, it, it, it was, it's a bad feeling. <laughs> it's a very bad a, feeling. A really bad feeling. He beat me up so bad. He actually, I was bleeding all over him, and he just, uh, he wound up just letting me go. And so I'm like, oh, my God, I just, you know, see, I think it was on Hockey Night in Canada, first period, and I'm like a mess. My nose is sore, and I'm going off the ice, and I just, I happen to look at him as he's going off in the penalty box, and he turned around and pointed to the back and I'm like I will never talk again and I had to hear it for the rest of the two periods skating by the bench and they're like hey Brown if you touch anyone you're gonna get it so it was that made for a long night well no it's funny and I wasn't a fighter obviously but I, I the fighters on the team at the beginning of every game they'd be look up at the board does anybody know this guy uh-huh is he a lefty or a righty uh like they were so I'm like I never paid attention because right. it didn't really matter to me but I'm sure that Sean would have appreciated knowing that he was a lefty yeah. going into that one just 
so he knew which side it was going to be coming from. Yeah, we didn't. I didn't. Uh, for whatever reason, I didn't follow up and didn't have the information on him. But yeah, it's you know everyone's kind of sharing little, you know, ideas of you know that's why hockey fights is kind of a good thing now because I'm yeah. sure a lot of guys look at that to kind of get some research. But I mean, that can also psych you out too, right? Well, so. no, I know that you do hockey schools. You teach yeah. at hockey academies. You're part of a hockey um, organization. I know for me, every time I step on the ice. One of the kids would say, oh, I saw you got beat up on YouTube. <laughs> Worst thing ever invented was YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I saw Ron Hextall chase. I saw you get beat up. I'm like, did you ever see anything yeah, that I did like, that was well? He scored like 200 no, goals. No, no. They never saw those. Yeah. They just see the Remember Hextall when you bled all over that guy, Mr. Brown? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, well, that was buddy. your way of getting yeah. back at him. He had to go change his jersey. Yeah. Exactly. We actually, yeah, my son just had a, a sleepover with a friend on his uh, minor hockey team. And uh, they were looking up. I noticed as I was walking by that they were looking up YouTube fights of myself and so it is kind of funny. You can't hide from anything, the good, the bad, and uh-huh. the ugly. <laughs> All right, Sean Brown joining us on the Faceoff Show. Oilers and Kings coming up at 7 o'clock. Sean, obviously we should talk a little bit about here. Uh, uh, oh, no, I want to talk about you. You played in Austria. Yep. And uh, a connection to the Oilers coaching staff. A lot of questions about Ken Hitchcock lately, but uh, not Ken. Uh, you had Manny Vivrios in Austria. Yeah, I uh, played three years there for Manny, and he was my coach and GM, and that was probably the best time of, uh, you know, my life as far as, you know, the balance between hockey and life. My family had a great time. We, Klagenfurt was a great uh, city to live in, and the team, we were doing very well. We were winning, which always makes it easier. Um, and Manny was just an easy guy to play for. You know, he demanded that you worked hard, but um, he was a real player's coach, easy, uh, very approachable guy, knew the game, understood the game. Um, and, uh, you know, just made coming to the rink, uh, you know, very enjoyable. And, uh, you know, for me, having a young family, too, at the time, he was, you know, families were a big part of it, too. So, you know, I'm very happy to see Manny have the success that he's had here. So you say the, the balance between hockey and life was different in Austria. Was that less travel, fewer games? Maybe you weren't quite <laughs> under the... Okay, that's... Less stress? Less, yeah, less less stress. I'd say it's more stress. I mean, it's the NHL is obviously the best league, and it wasn't easy to play in that league. And it was, you know, it was a challenge every day trying to be better, you know, in your practice, you know, in your practices and trying to play each game and play to the next game. So, you know, a lot of times in the NHL, I, I just, you know, seasons, you know, seasons would change and months would go by and it was just a big blur, right? It just, you're so caught up and focused in on, on hockey. So, you know, when I got away from, got away from the NHL and was able to go over to Europe, you were able to kind of enjoy you know, the, the, it's still professional and you still have to prepare, but it's nothing like the NHL and you could actually sit back and enjoy more than just the game. Well, you're not worried about what jersey you had in the next day in practice. You're not worried who your, who yeah. your defensive partner, your centerman's going to be. You're not worried about getting sent down to the minors. And there's very few in the NHL. There's, there's guys that don't have to ever worry about it. But a lot of us, we did. We didn't know day to day. Am I going to be in the NHL tomorrow? But when you're over there enjoying Europe, yeah. you get to. You, you, it's less straight. You go home after practice. You get to enjoy the day, not have to worry about what the next day is going to bring you. Yeah. All right, Sean. We have a very important job for you tonight. Did you? Did we make you do this last time? I can't remember. Yeah, I think I, I picked Clefbaum, and I just was just off a little bit there. <laughs> he, got, he got the first and last goal of the game that yeah. counted yeah. against the Dallas Stars on Tuesday night. All right, uh, Sean's going to be our celebrity. Rec- recommend or first goal of the game contest 780-496-0063 we will give the 630 ched listener who participates a 50 dollars gift certificate to direct workwear where you can always score a great deal sean you get our accolades if you get it right and yeah. if you're wrong we just forget you no, we'll mock here. him if it's really bad we'll mock him <laughs> you go ahead and mock him 
Um, I'm going to go with the D-man again. I'll, I'll go with der- uh, Nurse. Darn all Nurse. Yeah, I'll go with Nurse. See. It's great Hopefully to have you, you stop by, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate that is Sean it. Brown. Barry Stafford's going to pop in.